Hi, I'm Jess, a women's health enthusiast raising my family around the world. And like you, I'm a girl who's seeking solutions. And I'm Cody, a holistic health practitioner, functional nutritionist, and a period problem solver. Did you know that periods don't have to feel like a monthly curse? That's right. We want every girl to actually look forward to her time of the month because our periods can tell us so much about our health. It's time we start seeing our periods as our girl superpower. Yep, we are here to change the conversation about periods and everything else related to our health and happiness. Let's talk. Welcome back, ladies. We're so excited. It's Jess and I here again. And today's episode, we are going to talk about cravings and specifically about period cravings. And then, of course, we're going to give you some tips on how to ease the crave, right? Because we all know what cravings are like, and we know that there's certain times of the month that these cravings can totally skyrocket, and usually it's right around our period. They, they become a little bit more intense. And in fact, some women, actually, that's how they even know that they're about to start their period because they start noticing that all of a sudden these cravings become out of control and so strong and you can't get them to quiet down and you're like midnight going to the drive-thru because you just have to have, you know, whatever it is that you're craving, right? I know we can all relate to that. Um, a lot of times cravings are called the sixth sense of a woman's intuition. <laughs> and But basically what we're going to talk about today is how it's all based on physiological changes happening in our female bodies. And um, it's it's common and it's totally, you know, if we can learn about what these different cravings mean, then we can better be able to handle them and listen to the, the messages that our body is trying to give us. And so this is going to be a fun episode. I'm going to kind of go into more of a, a like deep dive as we go through this. Um, and Jess has got some fun stuff that she's going to share with us as well. But just kind of sit back, relax, and, and enjoy. But before we go into all of that, let's go into our favorite segment of our show, Mixers Girls Say. Yes, this is my most favorite segment because it means we get to laugh a lot. And here we are in the new year. So we're going to do a fun Mixers Girls Say episode that is all about embarrassing moments of last year. And so we had girls submit their 2021 embarrassing moments. <laughs> so here we go. One, I peed myself in my car driving home from the gym. Let me know. I'm 24. I have no kids. And honestly, it was just a result of a full bladder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's kind of common for like women that have had children. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that Back in the day when I used to teach fitness classes or group training and things like that, any time that I mm-hmm. did anything with jumping or anything like even squatting and stuff like that, always there's like a couple girls that just kind of trickle out of the room and, had, you know, mm-hmm. excuse them for, you know, there's themselves for a little second and come back. But, you know, it all just became kind of so common for a lot mm-hmm. of the women that were working out together that nobody was embarrassed about it. Mm-hmm. So hopefully if that's something that you're dealing with, there's ways to help that. We're going to talk about that in another episode. But yeah. <laughs> anyway, I'm just laughing, yeah. thinking about this cute girl. Like she probably lives with roommates or something. She's like, how do I go so inside? So she's like, how do I go inside? Oh, I was just really, really sweaty from the gym. <laughs> um, okay. I was talking to my brand new neighbors outside on the front porch. I did not realize I had a trail of toilet paper coming out of the back of my skirt. <laughs> And why don't they say something, right? Oh my gosh. She probably got inside and was like, I can never look at them again. (laughs) Maybe they didn't notice, but I feel like there's times in my life when I think back of embarrassing moments and I think 
why didn't somebody say something to me? Like it could have been even just a little like nod, nudge to the, of the head, mm-hmm. you know, like or a little point, point, you know, something because mm-hmm. then, you know, well, you and just to me, like I'd rather someone call it out with me there yeah. because I'll laugh at it. Yeah. And then like, make it funny. I'll make it funny. Yeah. But I totally also understand being on the other side of like not really knowing someone and being like, will they be offended or will they like that I tell them? But then yeah. I pretty much 100% of the time tell someone oh, yeah, in like, a, in like a quiet way, just like, hey, I just wanted to let you know. Because yeah, I'm pretty sure everyone would like to know when their fly is down, when they have a huge chunk of greenery mm-hmm. in their teeth or like a pepper in their teeth. <laughs> Something on their yeah. face. Tell me. Just if you're Toilet with paper me, out of the back of my tell skirt. Me. Tell me. Yes. Um, another one is, it was really awkward. I had to have sex in the OB office to collect samples for an IUI. It's the worst knowing that there's people right outside just waiting for you to be done. Oh my gosh. The pressure. You know, <laughs> seriously. <laughs> like, wow. Uh, yeah. That is embarrassing. Yeah. But I mean, you do what you got to do, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so go them. Go them. Yeah. Mother-in-law asked if I had a Christmas list. I sent over what I would love for Christmas. Then she wrote back and said, I meant for your baby. <laughs> Shoot. Oh. <laughs> I don't really like, know what else to say to that. But also, you can still get me the wallet I asked for. <laughs> oh. This, this is for the baby. She, yeah. yeah. Oh, funny, funny. This, I think, is like for sure, I know it was embarrassing for the mom. But like, I also think it's really fun for like, I don't know. I don't think it's a big of a deal um, for the teenager to see this. So she said she asked her teenager to fold the laundry. Her teenager then told her, mom, I think you've forgotten your laundry. Laundry was in the load. Oh. Mm-hmm. I feel like. Sure, that's maybe a little embarrassing, but also, like, I think it's totally fine for a teenager to know, like, cute, my mom wears lingerie with my dad. They love each other. That's just my— Yeah, I hope. It's not like it has to be, like, this, like, um, super, like—I don't, I don't know. I just think that there's something okay about that. I, I know. That's what the ideal is, though, Jess. But honestly, like, as a teenager, I would have been mortified to think of my parents having sex and, like, my mom getting sexy in some laundry. But I think that's a different era. Now, I really hope so. And I and I do think you're right. I think it's really healthy to, like, model that. Mm-hmm. Not, you know, but, like, the idea of, like, your kids seeing you be affectionate and romantic mm-hmm. with your spouse, right. I think, is so important. So, yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> this one— I feel like actually is very embarrassing. I would probably start to sweat. Um, my mother-in-law came over to visit. I told my son, run and get that new toy you wanted to show her. Well, turns oh, out no. he went into my bedroom, into the nightstand, and came walking out with our vibrator. <laughs> oh, no. I meant your toy, not my new Wait, toy. <laughs> maybe the mom, the mother-in-law, that's worse. Mother-in-law, that is way worse. But maybe she's like, would just think it's funny. Right? My mother-in-law would die yeah. laughing. Yeah. But that is, yeah, that's hilarious. Yeah. Um, all right, let's do one more. And <laughs> I was at my in-laws and I sneezed so hard I peed all over the kitchen floor. <gasps> I couldn't even control it. Oh. Yeah. I Pel- mean pelvic floor therapists, girls. Can't highly, I can't recommend them higher. Yeah. They help with that. Oh, you know, I have to do one more. Okay. I have to do one more. Please. I think everyone will laugh at this because we all know how like virtual the last couple of years have gone. (laughs) And I don't know about you, Cody, but like I had no idea how to do a Zoom call before like everything went virtual. I didn't know, like I didn't do virtual meetings or video meetings or like anything like that. Yeah. 
So <laughs> when I thought I was muted on a Zoom class, on Zoom in a school class, I said to my roommate, this class is so pointless. <laughs> Realized I wasn't on mute when the teacher wrote in the group chat, you are not muted and this <laughs> class is not pointless. Oh. <laughs> she, she was probably like, and dropped class. And I just failed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, those are those moments where you're like, gosh, dang it. I didn't know to put the mute button or like, oh, Learning lesson right there. Yeah. Yes. So those are our fun Tell Us Tuesdays. (laughs) If you guys are wondering how you can either submit fun things or be more in the know and laugh more frequently, every Tuesday on the Mixer's Instagram, we put up a really fun Tell us Tuesday question box. And so go in and join over there too and submit some of your responses. Mixers is a company made for women by women. Each of our products have been carefully and lovingly crafted to support you in all stages of your life, providing you with the optimal health you deserve. Each ingredient we handpick is 100% all natural, backed by science and chosen specifically to better your life physically, mentally, and hormonally. Each product empowers your body to take charge of its monthly hormonal shift and flows, empowering you to live life to the fullest. Let mixers take care of your needs from sunup to sundown, and you take care of the rest. Check us out at mixers.com, M-I-X-H-E-R-S. And now let's pop into our conversation about period cravings. Yes. All right. So let's get into it. First of all, let's talk about cravings, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Have you ever had somebody tell you that your period cravings are in your head? Totally. Yeah. Yes. I feel like girls get each other on period cravings. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes men, as awesome as they are, can be like, are you serious? You really want me to call Domino's right now? (laughs) Like, why are we getting Domino's at 1030 at night? And you're like, get me Domino's. (laughs) No. (laughs) Yeah. No, I think that women can relate to one another on our cravings. I think for sure. And I think we've all had those moments in our life where we can't really explain why we've had those cravings, but we just have them like you just described. And it's like, nothing is going to satisfy you until you get that specific, whatever it is that you're craving. Mm -hmm. So, you know, in my life, the times that I've had the most cravings is when I was pregnant. Me too. I had very strange cravings and different. I've only been pregnant twice, two kids. And so, um, but I had different cravings for both pregnancies And, um, and I remember my husband once I was working at, I was working at the front desk of the holiday inn and it was the night shift, the graveyard shift. And I was craving red vine licorice so and bad. black olives together. Mm. I wanted to eat those things together. Did you want to like, like shove the red vine licorice <laughs> in the center of the olive? I just wanted to like take just, a bite of the red vine and then get a little nibble Which is of funny because olives, right? olives are pretty like, they can be yeah. kind of salty. So you're probably craving something salty mm-hmm. and then you maybe wanted like the sweet or like carbs or something yeah. in the red vines. Yes. And so I remember my cute husband being so sweet and going to the little convenience store that was right across the street from the hotel that I worked at. And he went in and he told the lady that was, you know, working at the, as the cashier, she, he's like, he kind of plopped him on there and she just kind of looked at him like, this is a really strange combination. What mm-hmm. is this? Mm-hmm. But she asked him, do you have a pregnant wife? And he's like, yes. How did you know? And she's like, oh, this is nothing. She's like, when I'm pregnant, 
What I want more than anything is mm-hmm. a spoonful of peanut butter and I just eat it standing in front of my fan while the fan just blows on me. And as, as she's telling him all this stuff and he's just looking at her like, oh, mm-hmm. okay, so this is a real thing. This mm-hmm. is something that women actually, you know, mm-hmm. experience. And so anyways, that was probably one of the most like major times of my life when I had cravings and things like yeah. that. So yeah. Yeah. For me, pregnancy was a strong craving time as well, especially with my twins. I felt like with my son. I was just kind of eating anything at any time just to like subside like the nausea. And I didn't have like crazy cravings. But with my twins, they were sucking literally everything out of me. So I feel like then I was having like extreme cravings. Like I had to just have bags of pretzels and I would just sit and just suck the salt Mm -hmm. off of the pretzels. And I'd spit out the pretzel part. Like it was just salt. salt. And Mm. then I also had to have constant gallons of orange juice. And I would just drink orange juice all the time. And then it's actually funny because at like eight months pregnant, I could not stand the sight of orange juice. Like (laughs) I had to have it for eight months. I would only drink that like all day long. And I could like, that's the only thing I could really keep down was orange juice and salt off of pretzels. (laughs) And then it's funny how it just clicks and goes the other way. Yeah. And then I feel like also, obviously, when I went on like an extreme hormone health journey Mm -hmm. with you, Cody, I was so frustrated because I I do know benefits of eating healthy. Right. I understand nutrition. I understand nutrients in my daily like diet or, you know, nutrition plan. So I feel like I would be so frustrated because I I do like to pay attention to what I'm eating and mm-hmm. nourishing my body with. But then I'd have like two weeks of every month where like I would sabotage mm-hmm. anything like healthy um, because I'd have these extreme cravings for like dark chocolate brownies and like for sure a lot of fast food and then like salty tortilla chips. And it was frustrating because I'd like catapult from one extreme to the other. Mm -hmm. And it was when I went on this hormone health journey that I feel like those cravings and like being like swinging so hard actually have settled themselves. And Mm -hmm. for sure, I love a treat, but I didn't feel like I was frustrated after like two weeks of extreme period um, symptoms, extreme cravings. Then of course there's repercussions in how you feel as far as like how your clothes fit and things like that after two weeks of having out of control cravings. Um, And no, I'm not anti-girls like answering to a craving. For sure. That's, we absolutely believe that. But I'm saying it's frustrating when you're like for two weeks feel Mm -hmm. almost like an out of body, like zero willpower type of situation. Out of control. Yeah. Yes. And it's just frustrating. Yeah. Especially if it's lasting for two weeks. And uh so, you know, the whole point of what we're wanting to go into today in this episode is talk about why, you know, we've talked a little bit about what kind of cravings Mm -hmm. are like and what they feel like. And Mm -hmm. I know all of you girls have had a moment in your life where you totally relate to what we're saying. I've never talked to a girl that has not like expressed the same kind of stories and experiences that we've just talked about. Mm -hmm. Um, But what we want to talk about today is just talk about how these cravings are a symptom of hormonal imbalance. They're real. And, you know, and depending on the like intensity of these cravings can tell you a lot about what's going on with your body hormonally. Mm -hmm. So in fact, there's been studies. I mean, honestly, they, I, 
always laugh because why do they have to do studies on this? Like we, <laughs> we already just know we this, right? Know but this. that's okay. Intuition. Then, yeah. It, it, you know, it's good for us to have the studies that kind of prove like, yeah, we're not crazy. This is something that definitely happens, but studies have been done. Um, there was one that was published in the journal of the Federation of American Societies for Experimental Biology, which makes me laugh. So that smarty yes, pants. They're super smarty pants and they <laughs> Totally vindicate all the women who have said that they experience increased cravings, especially for foods that are high in carbohydrate mm-hmm. and sugar. This is something that they said, yes, this is, there's a reason for that. And it turns out that our period cravings have a lot to do with obviously our menstrual cycle, those four phases of the month and how our, our hormones are fluctuating through each of those four phases. And two hormones that play a part in our cravings are estrogen and progesterone, mm-hmm. right? Because this is the reason. This is why I wanted to get into this a little bit because let me explain why, all right? Anytime either of those um, hormones rise, what they do is they increase our cravings for carbohydrate-rich foods in particular. And usually the highest carbohydrate foods are foods that are sweet foods or even like sweet drinks and Mm -hmm. things like that. Um, And so the reason that we need that is because – because our body, because it's going so high, the estradiol, there's three, let me back up just a second here. There's three different main um, forms of estrogen, right? Mm -hmm. And so this study that they were doing was talking about estradiol. And that's the, that's the form of estrogen. It is mostly connected to the carbohydrate cravings. And, um, and they also are associated with the pregnancy cravings. Okay. So I think that when we talk to girls, those are the two times in their life that they're Mm -hmm. experiencing cravings the most. But also progesterone is also hugely associated with this as well. And progesterone is at its highest during our luteal phase, which is the phase before we go into menstruation, before we start the bleed, right? So the rise in this hormone is so responsible for the sweet cravings um, leading up to our periods. But after usually we get past the luteal phase, then you'll notice that like they dip and you'll start craving some other things. Maybe it's the salty foods. Maybe it's those kinds of things, right? It's just interesting how this all kind of works. Now, as we go into our periods too, another reason that cravings kind of come on is not just because, well, it is actually associated with those hormones, but also our body's going through a lot of work to prep to shed that uterine lining. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you're using more energy and so your body needs more calories. It needs more energy in in order to kind of sustain that whole process. There's a lot of lot going on during that time. Which I think is so, it's such valuable information when you can actually visualize your body mm-hmm. like putting in this effort. Because I think um, a common mindset that I had was like, oh, this is so frustrating that I have these cravings or mm-hmm. that I'm like seeming like I need to eat more. This is so frustrating. But changing… Um, because of, you know, a little bit more knowledge, it's like I instead want to, mm-hmm. um, I don't know if the word, the right word is value, but I like, I, I guess I should say, I appreciate yeah. the effort that my body is going through Good. during my that. menstrual Value's cycle. A perfect word. Yeah. And I think also, Cody, something that's common during the like menstrual phase is some binge eating. Yeah. And so something I personally um, had to experience and learn how to get through as well, um, and I I believe this is fairly common mm-hmm. um, for women, but I was under eating mm. for most of the month. Majorly yep. under under eating, um, 
I was, you know, trying to constantly watch what I'm, my intake, my calorie intake, really hard exercise. And then at the end of the day, your cravings are going to win. Mm -hmm. And like, especially when you're going through these hormonal fluctuations, like your body is going to win. It's going to get what it wants. So then it would lead to these binging episodes Mm -hmm. and it takes effort, but it's majorly rewarding when you recognize that if I can just fuel my body in a healthy way for the entire month, how those cravings also get balanced through the menstrual phase. We're like, Mm -hmm. yes, I have a craving. I eat a little bit of that and I don't feel like I have to go down this extreme like binging mm-hmm. weekend. That, that, you know, do you relate totally, to that? Totally, completely. And I'm loving that you're bringing this up because I think this is something, again, most women that I've ever talked to, they've had these experiences and it can become almost an eating disorder in a way because it messes with us yes. physically, but also hormonally also, and then also mentally, right? Yep. Like you just described. So I love that you're talking about that. And I want to also, if I didn't already say this, is that the more severe these like cravings are to the point where it would take you to a binge, the more there is imbalance in your hormones. And what can cause that like drastic imbalance is undernourishing. Now you have to remember our body's job is to survive. Mm-hmm. And especially as women, it, we're very sensitive to that. We want to feel safe and we want to be able to feel like all is taken care of because if our body ever senses that there's something like dangerous ahead of us mm-hmm. or there's this famine coming up or there's a, you know, some kind of danger, you know, it's going to adjust hormone levels mm-hmm. to help us to survive for the long run so that we can provide nourishment for our, you know, babies and things like that. But that's the thing. So it's really important that you're getting the nutrients that you need. And the only way we can get nutrients is by eating the food. And, you know, obviously we can take some supplements, but getting the nourishment from our food, it's so important. So, so many women are eating far less than they should be eating mm-hmm. because there's been a, such a huge emphasis on calories in versus calories out, right? And so obviously we all want to look good and we want to, you know, feel attractive and things like that. And in our minds, we think, well, the only way we can do that is if we like actually diet our way to right. feeling like that. But we're setting ourselves up for actually these huge cravings, mm-hmm. out of control cravings, binging, and then eventually lowering our metabolism and mm-hmm. making it even harder for us to be able to maintain or achieve an mm-hmm. ideal weight. Well, and I, this is obviously why we have mixers. So mm-hmm. if you're listening to this and feeling like we're describing some of your behaviors, I want you to know you're not alone. And I actually feel like we're perfectly describing right mm-hmm. now, Cody. Um, my personal experience from when I was postpartum with my twins, I was absolutely trying to lose baby weight Mm -hmm. from having my twins. And I was, I felt, you know, I had no strength. I felt like I was holding on to some extra pounds and the natural thing to do is I'm going to eat less. Mm -hmm. But that's also when I started having the worst periods. It's also when my, um, cravings were so extreme. Yeah. It's also when my milk supply would ebb and flow like crazy. It's when I was very emotional mm-hmm. and I felt like I was having to talk myself like, are you crazy? Are you not crazy? Are you crazy? <laughs> yeah. Are you not crazy? Yes. And so I have been there. Mm-hmm. I have been this girl that we're describing that does the binge eating, that is undernourished, things like that. And I'm telling you this because I don't want women listening to this to think I have such a problem because this is me and I'm yeah. the worst. Yes. It's more so 
this is a common thing that women can experience due to some pressures Mm -hmm. to maybe lose some pounds or personal excitement for some physical goals. And so we want to open up about cravings and what they truly mean and also provide the hope Mm -hmm. to get through them and some tools um, to start avoiding such like the binge weekends or Mm -hmm. the full binge week or… Um, yeah. Yeah. Those unhealthy cycles. And I think that's what we love so much about you, Jess, is that you are such an open book and so many girls can relate to exactly what you're describing. I Mm -hmm. feel like I can for sure. Yep. And, you know, and one of the things that you talked about was like your little cycle that you were in where you were, you know, trying to figure out like, how can I make myself feel happy? And we think sometimes it is the like dieting or whatever to, you know, achieve a certain weight. Um, but one of the things that really controls whether you're going to feel happy is obviously having a healthy level of neurotransmitters, right? And mainly serotonin. Mm -hmm. Serotonin is something that is very, very much associated with our estrogen levels. And when our estrogen starts to drop, our serotonin also drops. So this is Mm -hmm. another reason why we have cravings too. So if you've ever felt like you're more emotional also, so you're having cravings, you're more emotional, it's probably because you're not getting enough nutrients and there's, you know, major fluctuations in your hormones happening, which is going to affect your serotonin production. Your body will crave carbs. When you eat carbs, it gives you that feel good feeling, right? Mm -hmm. And we're craving that because it's not there, right? And so we're looking for ways to kind of help us to feel better. So I don't know if you've ever used the phrase. I know um, I say this a lot. I'm like eating my feelings, right? Mm -hmm. And so I think a lot of times too, it's that's what's also going on with us is that we have cravings, not just because we are nutrient deficient. Well, that's a root cause of this, but it's also because maybe we're going through something emotional and our body's Mm -hmm. needing more serotonin or those feel-good hormones. And so that's another important thing too. Like if you girls are feeling like, man, I just am so emotional. I'm all over the place. My moods are going up and down. Um, One of the things is, is that it could be connected to your serotonin levels. And so making sure that you are paying attention to the cravings that are coming at the same time that you're feeling these emotions and kind of notice like, okay, am I craving like the sugary, sweet stuff, the Mm -hmm. chips and all of that stuff right now? Is it because I'm really hungry for this and these are the nutrients that my body needs? Or am I trying to find like this little quick fix to help me feel better. So I want to talk today also about like, what are the good, better, best stuff? But I also want to get into like, let's like decode some of these cravings Mm -hmm. and what could these, like what nutrients are you? What are your cravings telling you? Yeah. Because what, I mean, when, if we start to decode these, then we need to know like what they mean. Right. So then, then we can go make the, the better choice, the good, better, best, the best choice. We want to, we want to figure out what that could actually mean. So Let's go into that. Some of the most common um, cravings, and you can kind of tell me what your most, you know, Mm -hmm. your biggest cravings are. For me, especially right before my period, I will crave chocolate. Do you ever crave chocolate? Are you a chocolate girl? You and me are two peas in a pod. I know. We love our chocolate. And so that's something. The other thing is, is I have a kind of a strange craving. Um, It's very specific. It's for, I will crave uh, Chick-fil-A waffle fries. Mm Mm-hmm. Or there's a restaurant that's local here for us. They have a wild rice and kale salad. Mm-hmm. I crave it always right before I'm about to start my period. Mm-hmm. And so there's some reasons for that. Are there some specific things that you also I, crave? I feel like you and me are two peas in a pod with yeah. our cravings, honestly. <laughs> that's I'm always like, 
when I'm close to my period, I start to crave chocolate and then I need something sweet after every meal. Yeah. That's, yes, we are two peas in a pod for sure. Okay. So one of the main reasons why you might have an intense dark chocolate craving is that your body's probably telling you that you need more magnesium. Mm. Okay. And so many of us are magnesium deficient. This isn't a surprise to me, um, especially because we live such high stress lives. Anytime our cortisol levels are higher, we're feeling stressed. We burn through magnesium like nobody's business. Like mm-hmm. we cannot keep ourselves stocked with magnesium. Um, if we can make sure that we can get our magnesium levels at a good place, then we won't experience a lot of the cravings that we do. We won't experience the cramping. We're not going to experience the insomnia. There's so many things that are connected symptom-wise to magnesium deficiency that I don't think we realize that are connected to that. So ways that you could get magnesium is increasing your green veggies. This is why I craved this wild rice and kale salad because it's so high in magnesium. Um, Also oats. And you know what? One of my favorite foods in the world is avocados. Mm -hmm. So that's an awesome way to be able to get some of that magnesium in there. I love that. Now tell me, Cody, let's walk through this. Yes. Um, I love that you brought up that our bodies are working so hard during our menstrual cycle. Now, the common thing to do is to be frustrated, like you're cra- you're needing more food or you're overeating or something. In fact, actually, your body is craving some healthier fats and some certain foods that your body really could use mm-hmm. for certain energy. Can you walk us through some healthy things that women could be looking for to add into their diets during that menstrual phase instead of feeling frustrated, mm-hmm. feeling like I'm going to team up with my body and implement these foods to see if I can help support my body through this menstrual phase. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, any symptom like we've talked about is telling us that there is most likely a deficiency. Magnesium is very common, but also like you were mentioning, like healthy fats and things like that, that are going to come from omega-3 rich foods. So things like our salmon or fatty fishes. Mm-hmm. Awesome. If you could get that into your diet, that's going to also like not only kind of satisfy, fats are really good at like really calming down our brains Mm -hmm. and calming down that like craving, um, signal, right. Mm -hmm. They're just awesome. I usually like to go for a healthy fat first when my cravings are starting to like go crazy. And then obviously go for like a healthy carbohydrate with it too. But starting with that, that fat is usually a good way to kind of get on in control of that. So things like avocados, adding a little bit of olive oil into your cooking or, um, like I said, fatty fish is great, but you know, one of the best things too. So getting, we talked about how you do actually need more carbohydrates during that, you know, right before you start your period. So, but let's aim for ones that are really, really high in fiber, which is going Mm -hmm. to help you to not feel as bloated, just going to help with your digestive tract a little bit better. Um, and it's, it's, awesome as far as like a natural carbohydrate that is giving, give you that energy that you need, but it's going to be slow burning energy instead of that, like spike in, you know, insulin that happens when you eat something that's like super processed. So, so are things- you meaning like sweet potatoes, yeah. beans, quinoa, Perfect. some like good, healthy carbs? <laughs> yes. And I find that when I eat, like, like you're talking about those healthy fats and some good complex carbs, yes, it helps with my satiety. For sure. I feel like those cravings subside. My body is like satisfied and feels great. And those, like the biggest thing is I notice the cravings just subside, honestly. And you know what's happening? Do you know why? 
Well, I'm getting, I'm answering <laughs> with the right nourishment. Yeah. And that's, that is helping your hormone levels to balance mm-hmm. out naturally, right? Love it. So see, we're always getting that little feedback from, you know, whether these, these uh, symptoms are severe or not. So, so that's awesome. So yeah. So let's talk about two, um, let's talk about lifestyle changes that we can do and mm-hmm. that are beyond just the food that we eat, because we've actually talked about this in previous episodes. Um, we have had other episodes about cravings and I have talked about this, but I'll talk about it again today is many times our cravings aren't necessarily associated with actually nutrient, like food nutrient, um, deficiencies. They usually are the first place to look, but sometimes we might be feeling like there's some other areas in our, in our lives that are deficient. So it could be that we're not taking enough time for ourselves. We're maybe not, um, giving ourselves the, the movement and exercise that we need to be giving it every single day. Um, we're not getting the sleep that we need, all of that. So that's obviously going to tell us kind of what lifestyle strategies are going to be most important. So, um, let's talk about like kind of some of the things Have you ever tried Jess, where you do have such a strong craving, you did eat that little piece of chocolate, but that craving was still there. Is there anything that you've implemented into your life? That's also kind of helped take that craving away. Well, I know something that I really have to focus on in my life is getting good sleep. Mm. So oftentimes, like how you mentioned earlier in this episode, like you're standing in front of the fridge or in the pantry, Mm -hmm. whatever, at 11 o'clock at night, just anything looks good. Actually, when I've been there, what I've learned is I should just go get sleep. Yeah. I should just go and get some good sleep and we're we're likely to deal with hormone disruptions when we're not getting enough rest. We're irritable. Our hunger is increased. And there's other like unpleasant symptoms. Mm-hmm. And so I learned with time, with time, yeah. that oftentimes when I'm having those cravings, have the piece of chocolate, brush my teeth, go to bed. Mm-hmm. Do you do that? Oh, yeah. And it's our, it's one of those things that's kind of back to the basics, but it's so key. I mean, there's just sleep has so much to do. And if you listen to last week's episode, um, we talked about sleep and the importance of it and our body's ability to help maintain healthy hormones, also with detoxification and all of that. But there's other things too. So sleep, obviously, when you don't get enough sleep, you're going to be feeling like there's a lack in energy. Mm -hmm. So what does your body think it needs when there's a lack of energy? A lot of times the craving is going to get interpreted as hunger Mm because your hunger hormones will actually elevate because your body's Mm -hmm. looking for that energy. But really, it's not that you're actually needing more calories in from food. You're actually just needing more shut-eye. So sleep is so important. So that's one of the first places that I would actually recommend that you start working on first. Mm -hmm. I'm not even going to say like stop eating the popcorn or stop eating Mm -hmm. it. Go just make sure you're getting good seven to eight hours of sleep of good quality sleep every single night. Mm -hmm. And that alone might be the ticket for your body to feel like you're in control again with Mm -hmm. your cravings. So that's awesome. Something that might be interesting too, is I know something about you and you've taught me this. How do you transition your exercise Mm -hmm. during your period? So like yeah, I just, I know that you do some cool things and I don't want to yeah. answer that question for you, but I think that Feel that's free. like a wealth of knowledge too, is just recognizing, you know, your body's going through these things. Your body is probably asking for a different type of movement than normal. Mm-hmm. Um, so what do you do for exercise during your menstrual cycle? Yeah, Connie? absolutely. I, I, um, 
I cycle phase. Mm-hmm. So that just means, if you don't know what that means, that just means that there are different different types of forms of exercise and actually different ways that I eat depending on what phase of my monthly cycle I'm in. So, but let's talk specifically about when I'm in my luteal and then going into my menstrual phase. When I'm at the beginning of my luteal phase, I'm still feeling pretty good. My hormone levels, that estrogen, progesterone are high still. Um, but as the luteal phase kind of goes it closer in towards the menstrual phase, they start to dip. And so that's when my body starts needing a little less intense workouts. So this is when I really just focus on just nice, relaxing, safe filling workouts. So usually it's like a walk. I love yoga. Mm -hmm. I love, I make sure I'm getting meditation. I mean, Mm -hmm. that doesn't sound like exercise, but these are lifestyle strategies that I need to implement every day. The reason is, is because when estrogen goes low and progesterone goes low, usually cortisol is naturally just a little bit higher. So that's your stress hormone. And when cortisol is high, Mm -hmm. then that is putting you kind of into this like fight or flight. Cortisol is good. I always give it like a bad rap, but it's just because we tend to be like overproducing cortisol. Mm -hmm. But that is going to put me into like a, like a burnout phase if I overdo it. So when you exercise intense, you're Mm -hmm. also increasing your cortisol. So we don't want to do that. We don't want to pair like intense exercise with a time of the month when we're already feeling like there's a little bit more stress happening in our body. So Mm -hmm. these little lifestyle changes, you know, like I know not everybody's going to be into meditation and into yoga and stuff like that, but anything that you can do that just can kind of move your body movement is always important no matter what time of the month it is, but do things that feel comfortable and easy and relaxing. And the more you do that, actually the better your body's going to respond. Yeah. And like Cody said, like maybe not everyone is into yoga or meditation and Cody and I laugh all the time because that's me. I, in fact, I, I'm looking at you, I Jess. know I would benefit, but actually through learning this information about cycle phasing, I feel like I have a new patience for mm-hmm. myself. I feel like I'm like, mm-hmm. this episode is all about Jess and <laughs> no, things I've been through, but so I good. think this is just so common for women is I used to just get so frustrated during my period. Like, ew, my, my exercise clothes fit so weird right mm. now. My stomach feels bloated. And I'm just going to go do a bunch of HIIT training mm-hmm. to just get myself through this per- my period. And I don't, I don't even yeah. know. I, I, I no, can't even think, describe. I'm bloated. I better work harder, right? That's exactly yeah. it. Thank you for nailing yeah. down the sentence. So what I love now is during my period, I actually love a good incline walk. And I'm not saying like marching mm-hmm. on a huge incline. I'm meaning like a good steady mm-hmm pace, a good bit of incline just to break a nice sweat. I'm not, I don't know. It's just like so calming. And to me, it's a great stress reliever. Yeah. And I do get to have that bit of time to like, just be more calm and be thinking. And I actually, now that I'm saying this out loud, I think it is my time of like when I meditate, Mm -hmm. but I transition what kind of exercise I'm doing during my period. I'm like, okay, I'm going to do a walk. I'm still going to break a little sweat. This feels so great. I, mm-hmm. yes. So just transition your exercise and be more patient with yourself during yes. your cycle too. And what, what approach helped you to feel better? Like this is, I know a no brainer because we have talked about this, but I want you to say it again. Like what approach actually helped you to feel slimmer and less bloated and calming yeah. down. Okay. <laughs> Calm the freak it's down. It's seriously yeah. true that less is better. Yeah. Less is more. Mm-hmm. That whole thing. And I didn't believe it for like a hundred years, but here I am being like, wow. Yeah. Actually listening to your body 
has major benefits. Like, and it's yeah. it's like a whole release on like or like a new, I don't know, look on life. Yeah. And I feel more empowered. I feel like way more in sync with my body. And actually, I just you can't go back in time. It's fine. <laughs> I wish I had just known even from when I was having babies and I was pregnant and things I could have done differently just to be more patient with myself. So Mm -hmm. I'm hoping someone is listening to this that, you know, is Mm -hmm. thinking about getting pregnant or is transitioning to, you know, um, is going through some tough cycles right now and is feeling like it's majorly frustrating. And I'm hoping that this episode can help you to realize there's answers There's information your body's trying to communicate to you. Listen to it. I love that. Listen to it and um, you'll find freedom. And it's honestly, I know I said it, it's empowering to have more education on what your body is going through. Well, yeah, exactly. It's such a relief to know like those natural instincts because all of us know that when it's that time of the month, we may think we need to go do that high intensity workout, but we're like, oh man, this is going to be hard and it feels extra hard, but we you know, have been conditioned to push our way through it, go big or go home. But to give yourself that permission that, no, 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 I'm going to actually listen to my instincts and I'm going to, you know, just take it easy. Mm-hmm. Our body responds and it like, it totally like thanks us by mm-hmm. keeping our hormones balanced, by reducing cravings, by reducing all of the other symptoms as well that are associated with hormonal imbalance. So the last thing I want to talk about real quick, because I know that it's, we've talked a lot about getting in the right nutrition, exercising, right. Um, taking care of ourselves emotionally and things like that and Sweet. having the right mindset. Yes. But I get that it's really hard to always make sure, even if we're eating the fatty fish and we're eating the the high quality dark chocolate or we're eating all of the leafy greens, all of that. So great. But I get too that it is really hard to get the amount and the quality of nutrients that our body actually needs. Mm-hmm. And so obviously that's why we created Mixers is because we wanted to give women that extra bit of support that we all need. It's something, it's a reality of the world now. It's just the world that we live in. We need nutritional supplementation. So some of the supplements that are in the Mixers lineup that I would highly recommend, obviously the top two for me would be Her Time. Her Time's going to give you the nutrients that you need to help to give you the control, you know, that mm-hmm. feeling of control when it comes to cravings. And also, obviously, it helps to balance our hormones, which is connected to the, that feeling of control or not. But then also back it up with some Her Multi. Her Multi is jam-packed with high-quality um, vitamins and minerals, which we definitely need. Those are, you know, our micronutrients that are so important for us in order to give our bodies all of the right signals and to help um, our hormones to actually communicate with each other and everything else. So those are my top two out of, I mean, all of the um, mixers products are going to be jam-packed full of nutrition for mm-hmm. you to help, you know, fill in those nutrition gaps that you have. But those are the top two if you are feeling like cravings are out of control, especially right around that time of the month. I would definitely recommend making sure that you are consistently getting in her time daily and then also her multi. Awesome. Well, I hope that through listening to this episode, you ladies know period cravings are real, but that doesn't mean they have to be a part of your life or run your life. Learn to recognize the underlying causes of your monthly cravings so they don't catch you so off guard. Mm. I feel like it can be such a surprise month over month (laughs) over month, but in fact, just Put in some things to recognize the, you know, communication that your body is trying to give you and reclaim control of your eating habits all month long by like, by Cody, like Cody said, Mm -hmm. by ordering your her time and 
um, adding in your whole mul- your her multi. Mm-hmm. So thank you for listening today. Thank you for being with us. And you've got this girl. Yes. You can do it. Yes. Thank you, everyone. Bye.